0: Once more unto the breach, dear friends, else close the wall up with our English dead. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, aspirationally, boys and girls. Uh, welcome to the Personal Wealth Coach. This is Jake McClure. On the line with me, I have...
1: Jeff McClure.
0: Together, we are the Personal Wealth Coach and and Bald. I'm glad you got that straight. Yes, we have to establish, this is full disclosure, you guys need to have... Uh, total knowledge of the fact that there are two bald men with beards talking to you at the moment.
1: Well, we got a question from Jeannie about what you're feeling about Bitcoins now that they are being accepted by more businesses. Uh, I don't know of any businesses that accept them.
0: Well, They are being accepted by more businesses. Let me say, not as a payment method. (laughs) They're being accepted as a commodity item that you might be able to make money off of investing in. Uh, Elon Musk's Tesla bought a couple of billion dollars of Bitcoin, not because they wanted to use it to buy anything, but because the bubble in Bitcoin is continuing. Uh,
1: Well. it's What's interesting is they bought $1.5 billion, the corporation did, in bitcoins. Uh, he acknowledged that he already owned bitcoins when they bought it, which incidentally caused the price to skyrocket. And then promptly thereafter, he said bitcoin's overpriced. So I don't know that that's significant. He said he might at some point accept bitcoins in exchange for Teslas, but he has made no move to do that.
0: He, he's basically said that the long term for bitcoin is a joke. And... And if you have some time and want to sit and listen to me talk, I think this is one of those things that talking about um, the essence, the underlying factor, what a Bitcoin is. It's a cryptocurrency that's based on encryption and the speed and technology for encryption is getting faster and faster. Well, Bitcoin is still stuck in a 256-bit encryption and it's going to take a long time to move it to 512 there's there's a lot of problems in there.
1: There's a lot of speculative things you can speculate about and make your bets on. Bitcoin is just one of them. Investing is different from speculation. Investing involves buying something that makes something better. In other words, if I buy a piece of property and I improve it by building something on it and I turn a profit because of that, I have earned that profit and that's pure economics. It works. I have improved that. It, may, it's, it, it has a greater economic output when I sell it than when I bought it. It should be worth more money, and that works out really well. Anytime you buy something that has no long-term economic benefit to society, in other words, it's not, it's not making something. If you buy even Tesla, which is overpriced and I don't recommend you buy, if you buy Tesla, at least they're making cars. If you buy a bankrupt company like Hertz, which, by the way, a lot of people have been doing, which is sort of like buying Bitcoin, They're not doing anything because they're bankrupt. All you've done is help pay back their creditors a little bit, but you certainly haven't improved the company because the company's bankrupt. The point is anything that is purely speculation, that doesn't produce any good, that doesn't produce any utility, that's what it's called. The best example I know of producing utility, let's say there's a company that cuts down trees and makes tables out of them after they grow the trees on a tree farm or something. Well, that's, that company is creating more value because the table is worth the wood and the table is worth more than the table and than the wood and the trees. And if they can do that profitably, that company is a profitable company. It's doing something valuable because we need tables and it should be worth more. It should be eligible to generate a profit. If you own a piece of that company and the company is generating a profit, you should be eligible to receive some money. And if you spread that around, you get a well-diversified portfolio. Over the long term, history has shown that you'll probably make a profit if you're patient. On the other hand, when you buy something, and this has happened all through history, the, fur- the earliest recording we have of it is in 1640, the the tulip bubble in Holland. Then in 1720, the South Sea bubble in England, where you buy something that isn't actually making any money. That's not actually making any utility in the society. It's not creating anything. It's just going up because more people are buying it and there's a limited supply of it. That always historically has ended badly. Yeah. it does- doesn't end good. I, there are no long-term effects where it. it has ended well. And Bitcoin is one of
0: those items. It can't be used for money because it's too unstable. Yeah. And when you're buying a pizza, you can use fractional pieces of a Bitcoin to buy things if someplace still accepts it. And that's the thing is that many people, many businesses do not accept Bitcoins for payment. Even businesses that are willing to get involved in buying and selling Bitcoin, try I mean, a lot of the big brokerage firms are accepting Bitcoins as a as a investment commodity, but you can't buy anything with it. You have to sell the Bitcoin before you can buy anything with it. And that is part of the reason why there's an issue is that Bitcoin price, when you decide to sell and when you sell, could be drastically different, (laughs) even if you're only making the decision seconds apart. Uh, you click the button seconds after you make the decision, you could have you could be drastically different on the price than what you expected. And that's because there's a lot of volatility. People are treating it like a lottery rather than like uh, a, an investment. And that's one of the things that you can look at kind of across the board. When people are buying something, not because it represents any internal value, but just because everybody else is buying it, that's a big danger sign. At some point people won't be buying it. And then what happens? Well, you'll probably have to sell it for less than you bought it for. And that is that is the issue. You know, it's
1: kind of like somebody saying, I'm going to go on a diet and I'm going to be much more healthy because I'm just going to drink lots of alcohol. Alcohol turns into sugar, therefore it's good for me.
0: Uh, no, that probably won't work for you. Yeah. The, the long term is that you, you got to be careful. When you're buying something that you wish to make a profit, make sure that the thing that you're buying has some methodology for making a profit besides what is known as the greater fool theory. There will always be a greater fool that will come and buy it after I. Um, let's let's not, we don't rest on that because I have been the greatest fool a couple of times. I don't want to rely on people being more foolish than me because I have found that I can be pretty foolish. <laughs>
1: This podcast is called The Personal Wealth Coach, and that's also the name of an SEC-registered investment advisory firm based in Salado, Texas. Now, the fact that it's registered with the SEC doesn't mean that the SEC approves or disapproves of anything. Neither, neither does the secretary, whoever the secretary is, and this tape will destruct after it's listened to. you the-
0: dated yourself. This tape will destruct. Your podcast tape is about to self-destruct. That's why you can't find the <laughs> tape in it anymore. <laughs>
1: It already has self-destructed because it's too old. Right. Uh, And uh, the information that we do present in this podcast, we get from sources we think are very reliable, but we don't make any guarantees as to the completeness or the accuracy of that reliability or anything else. We just do the best we can.
0: The information that we're providing during this podcast is not considered investment advice. Thank you all for listening, assuming you have. Uh, if you would like to contact us off the air, we do portfolio management and fiduciary investment advice. You can go to our webpage, thepersonalwealthcoach.com or tpwc.com. There's uh, radio programs going back lots of years. There's newsletters you can sign up for. You can contact us through the contact form or directly through jeff at tpwc.com or jake at tpwc.com. Until next week, this has been the Personal Wealth Coach.